Good afternoon. Turn to the person next to you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Please, happy anniversary. High five, high five. Happy anniversary. Wow, 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 wow. We praise God, we praise God, we praise God. Um, By the grace of God, we are here today to celebrate the faithfulness of God after a year past. We were here last year celebrating dancing and all those, and today we are here. We thank God for the privilege to celebrate nations, to celebrate generations that God is working and transforming in our midst. Um, I believe you know this picture. Uh, Are you familiar with the picture, children? Okay, where where is this? Oh, wonderful. Are you you aware of this one too? Is it the same with the other one? Ah, these children are smart. Watch out, watch out. Now, you will tell me now what these companies are known for, and all of us are free to participate. I want you to relax. This is celebration time, yeah? Relax, yeah. So, yeah, so what will you say this... <laughs> I tell you, this is soft drink, general, uh-huh. soft drink, and this one, what will... Ah, lovely. This is lovely. Then, uh, next, what? What did you say? Computers. These, they are becoming smarter. They are too smart for me. Wow, this is good. What of the... Ah, wonderful. Even coffee, they are on coffee. God bless you. Thank you. What of this one? Even these watches. I can see you wearing watch. Okay. What of this one? Cars. Put your hands together for these children. Come on. Lovely children. But look at it. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. What about this one? What about this? Ah, they are here. Thank you very much. Now you see, you seated there, the first question again. We almost know everything very clear, very specific, very direct, no mixture, no confusion. We know Toyota producing cars. We know Coca-Cola with soft drink from home to home, house to house, events to events. We are also aware of all these things, very clear. But when we ask ourselves, so what do Christians produce? We got confused. We start asking, so what is it? Father, in the name of Jesus, what is it? What are we here for? Why do I exist for? Yes, because you are here this morning. Relax, relax. Praise the Lord. Hold it. Praise the Lord. So the challenge, don't worry, you have, it's good to have children. That, that's why we're dealing with generations. That is what this church is committed to. Now you can see, when you follow it clearly, following Jesus' instruction clearly, that the, by this people will know that you are my disciples. If you what? Love one another. By this people will know you are Coca-Cola through soft drink. By these people will know you are Toyota through the cars you produce. By these people will know you are my disciples through the love you produce. It's amazing to know that this celebration this year, we are celebrating God's love. We are celebrating the faithfulness of God. We are celebrating the power of God. And when we are talking about this love, we are talking about loving God first. We are talking about loving yourself. We are talking about one another. We are talking about loving neighbors. We are talking about our enemies. It's such a verse, and you know the love of God is so deep, so high, and all those. But that is not the focus today. Our focus today also, we are aware that we are here to celebrate God's power. 
We are here to celebrate God's faithfulness. We are here to celebrate God's goodness. We are here to celebrate his faithfulness and his mercies. All those things, yes, they are. They may be good to you, but they may not be good to those who are afar off. And today we want to deliberately pick, deliberately pick a story that speaks to me a lot. Jesus actually uh, encountered a particular group of people, and Luke narrated the story. And in this story, it's in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 uh, to 19. And the Bible says, now Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. It was about time for Jesus to die, and he decided to travel to Jerusalem. On his way, he decided to pass through the borders between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going, he also somehow passed through a small village. And in that village, we had a colony of lepers, an association of lepers. And these lepers, there were ten. And these ten lepers were from different backgrounds. There were Samaritans, there probably were Jews and others. It was a mixture as, uh, as far as their association was concerned. And according to our understanding, they got to know that Jesus was passing by that particular community and that road that day. They now knew that Jesus healed the sick and they believed somehow this is our opportunity. So they made up their minds, tomorrow we must make sure we get this opportunity. It must work. And they probably rehearse, how do we do this thing? Hi, how do we do this thing? Don't forget, if this Jesus passed, this is the only opportunity. I can't afford to remain leprous all my life. And this opportunity, they say, we will shout. You know, those people following this man, they make a lot of noise. Our voices must be beyond and above. Our voices must get to the ears of Jesus. And it so happened as Jesus was coming. At once, the Bible said, at once with loud voice. They cry out, Jesus, Master, have mercy. And Jesus heard indeed and stopped and looked at them. And when he looked at them, he said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. And they decided, probably they must have heard Jesus sending words. He didn't touch them. He didn't do anything. He just said, go and show yourself to the priest. So they decided to go and show themselves to the priest. On their way, something happened. As they were going, the first person discovered he was cleansed. Ah! Wow! The next person cleansed. Hey! Wow! And it was a wow experience, wow experience. And as soon as that happened, the the others continued to go, but something happened. One of them decided to go back to Jesus and say thank you. The nine of them decided to go forward. And when the man came to Jesus, he fell straight, prostrated, and with loud voice again, he praised God and glorified God. And that was how Jesus now asked, ah, I knew I personally healed ten people. I healed ten people lepers. So where are the remaining nine? Is it only this Samaritan will come back and say thank you? And that actually raised a very serious question. But Jesus now turned to the Samaritan and said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you whole. And I like this story. This story you can draw so many lessons, but I just want to look at these two categories of people on the celebration day. This is a time celebration because that day it was ceremony. 
My, my husband who was a leper now is healed. Oh my, the chairman of our company who contacted this deadly disease is now healed. For context purposes, leprosy was a deadly, incurable, very terrible disease at this time. There was no known cure for this particular disease. And once it come on you, it will actually eat up your skin. It will destroy the, the cells of, of, of your skin gradually and set stage for your skin, to the members to begin to collapse and until you die. And you will be alive smelling. People were banished, sent out of the city, sent out from families, sent out from workplace, every reason they have no reason to associate with people. And from this same context, you will see that because of that, these were men. Don't forget, these were men. And as men, it also suggests clearly that they were breadwinners. They will have children somehow before contacting this disease. And as men, they, will have, they were uncles, they were fathers, they were brothers to some people. But lo and behold, they've lost all those relationships and all those. But I want to look at this. When Jesus healed them, we now had two categories of people that I quickly want to make observation. The first group of people are the nine, who actually, when they got the healing, they said, Aha! High five! And they were excited. They just started celebrating. They started dancing. Those who didn't know, they will know me from now. So the first, just imagine the first person. They were thinking, when you encounter Jesus, you should start praying. You should start worshiping. You should start ministering. But it was not so. They were focusing on the activities. They probably were focusing on their professions. They probably were focusing on the domain, the authorities. Then imagine one of them said, Now, since I contacted this disease, my wife, my wife the very first day she discovered this disease, she became very terrible. I am going to show her. I will go home now. I'm going straight. She will know who I am. Now I am here. She thought I would die. She thought I would die. Okay, I didn't die. She will know me. And the man went to go and show how a man he is and who, how big he is in his family. And he didn't go with love. Don't forget that. Then the other person who owned a business, probably he had his business, put all his life, all the fortune, and suddenly the business was booming, and then he contacted this disease. Ah, my goodness. For all this while, he could do nothing. He, and now the business is back. His fingers are back. He said, I will go. If I remember, even the boys I employed, the boys I employed, I remember how they treated me when they got to know that I'm leprous. When I get to that company tomorrow, tomorrow is Monday, yeah? If I get there, they will know me. I follow what I'm saying? They, they were going with every seriousness. None of them thought of going back to Jesus. And others, money, I, now I can sign a check. Ha, praise God, I can sign a check. And the others and all those and all those. Yes, but leave them aside. They are not my focus today because we are here to thank God. We had this man who actually we are talking about that gave thanks. He's not like those people who separated their spiritual life from Jesus. They prefer their profession. They prefer everything. This man decided to be different. He decided to recognize. He said, now I am healed. How did this happen for Christ's sake? If this man can heal diseases of this nature, I think 
I need to go back to this man and say thank you. At least I should say thank you. He remembered that no man could, no science, no skill could have. And he remembered some of his family members probably that have died of this disease. And he would have died. He went back to Jesus. And he fell back straight. But I want to observe the following. The first observation is that all these lepers were sinners. And they? They were all sinners. It was an association of people who were limited. Association of people who were looking for help. Who were smelling alive who had been rejected and abandoned. And actually, if you follow that story very well, they actually had the privilege to meet with Jesus and they received the love of God. And in this church, the reason why we are celebrating this and celebrating this love of God is because in this church, we believe that we gather to show the love of God both to sinners and to ourselves, our neighbors, to our city. And from this context, you can see immediately when this man decided to go back to Jesus, the Bible said that he decided to return. That word in its original understanding carries the same understanding with repentance. He decided to return. He realized, now I am healed. I will like also to go back to this man and say thank you. He realized he must not go with the nine. Now the nine people said, hey guy, what are you talking about? Go. He did not submit to peer pressure. He chose to be different. He decided to consecrate himself to be unique. He decided to separate himself to go back, even if it means only him. And we are already in the state in our world that you have to decide to make this journey as a personal journey. And in this church, we celebrate that. That was why Andy and, and Pastor John Lancaster, these were people who have given their lives intentionally to journey with Jesus, passionately walking with Jesus, unlike the other nine. Don't worry. The other nine who gave prayer points Brethren, pray for me. I am sick. I am sick. And they prayed. And Jesus healed them. As soon as they got healed, they remembered they need to go on holiday to the Caribbeans. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, to dance. It is time to do it. Now I am healed. Instead of going straight to Jesus, they were thinking about, hey, it's time to have, have fun. They were thinking of so many things. They thought this is the time for me to spend time and enjoy. No. It's the same thing. Another person said, brethren, for six months I've not got a job. Pray, 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 pray for me. And we prayed. He got a very good job. Now he's a director. Now he's a coordinator. Now he's a whatever toe. I follow what I'm saying. And in all those toes, now he wants to use the toe to go and buy a big television screen. To sit down and use his director to watch television. Instead of focusing on Jesus, don't forget, I'm not, this is just, you know, it's relaxation. So I'm not picking on anybody. It's just, we are just discussing. Okay, hallelujah. Praise God. So you see, 
It's a big challenge in our time. These are realities. We spend instead of giving money. You see such people, or many of us, when Jesus helped us, we needed money, and money came. We want to use it for ourselves. It's no longer Jesus. We want to buy the biggest car. I want to buy the biggest and marry many wives. I want one will be in Liverpool, the other one will be in my Newcastle. But I'm still a man of one wife. I follow what I'm saying. All those challenges are there. But today, I just want to invite you to be like this one man. This one man who decided to give thanks to God, gave his life and submitted his life to discipleship. Discipleship in this church, we are committed to raising men to be like Jesus. To live like Jesus. To celebrate Jesus publicly. To celebrate Jesus every time. These are the kind of people that we are celebrating today. And there is room for everybody to be a disciple, to be a convert. In this church, we baptize many people this year. And we hope to baptize more next year. Say, put your hands together for Jesus for that. We are trusting God next year. We'll have more converts. We'll have more converts. We'll have more people in the Alpha. And if you have not yet gone through that, there's opportunity for you. If you've not had experience of submitting to the Lordship of Jesus like this man, there is opportunity for you. But the biggest opportunity to give Jesus is to know that he alone is worthy to be worshipped. Lastly, I want to just highlight something for you deliberately here before I sit down. That the truth is, it doesn't matter how strong you are. A healthy sinner is a sinner. A wealthy sinner is a sinner. An educated sinner is a sinner. A political sinner is a sinner and can only be saved by grace. Whether you are a Gentile or a Jew, you are British, European, American, African, it doesn't matter your descent. Until we come to Jesus and be washed by his blood. Until we come to Jesus and embrace the grace that Jesus said, go now, you are whole. The Greek word there used is the same Greek word used for salvation. His soul was saved from guilt. He was saved from shame. He was saved from all the powers of sin and Satan. Today we are celebrating victory over sin. Today we are celebrating victory of the gospel. Today we are celebrating the victory of the word of God. And these, our pastors, do all kinds of recipes. When they go into the kitchen of preparing the word of God, they bring out different recipes on Sundays and they teach us in the past one year. We are well fed. The word in its milk form. The word in its water form. The word in its bread form. The word in its bones form in its wine form, and all those. And I can see us becoming healthy. May we, in our health, come back to Jesus and say thank you. God bless you. In case you want to meet with Jesus, do so. Thank you, sir.